Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And today we're going to start start our show off with a quartet of upcoming fights uh, starting over in the UK. A fight the rematch between Chris Eubank Jr. and uh, Liam Beefy Smith. And uh, here's some news, I suppose, out of uh, Chris Eubank Jr.'s new trainer, Brian Bomack McIntyre who says he's worked hard on fixing the simple mistakes that he'd made in the last fight against Liam Smith. And now he's improved and ready to avenge that loss. That's taking place, as we all know, at the Manchester Arena in uh, in England. Uh, adding the mastermind, Bo Mack, to his team as the new coach could be the key to unlocking the greatness that Eubank Jr. was always capable of, says uh Michael Collins, writing in Boxing247.com. The 33-year-old Eubank Jr., who's 32-3 and three with 23 knockouts, has the following advantages over the silver-haired 35-year-old Beefy Smith. Power, speed, youth, mobility, height and reach, ring IQ, and of course, coaching. Said Bomack, as we looked at this last fight, he was winning that fight. He just got a little bit careless. And that was uh, when Smith knocked him out uh, back on the 21st of January, also in Manchester. Apparently, according to Bomack, Eubank Jr. easily won the first three rounds in that fight with Smith. And then, of course, as I just described, tragedy struck. <laughs> so what will happen, though, however, if uh, Smith beats Eubank again? A former WBO super welterweight champion, a win by Smith results in a five-fight five win streak. The first for Beefy since he went unbeaten from 2008 to 2016. If he can take down his fellow Brit again, Smith, ranked number two at 160 pounds by the WBO, could be next in line for a title shot. And this is all courtesy of uh, uh, the Sporting News uh, and Daniel Donofsky writing in this particular article I'm reading from. Um, if in February the WO ordered, uh, oh, sorry, they did. The WO ordered a fight between Smith and WO champ, Jenna Beck, Elm Nakuli. However, before the first bit commenced, Eubank activated his rematch clause. So, uh, Jenna Beck, who had just defeated uh, Stephen Butler to retain the title, is waiting for a challenger, and Smith could be next up. Smith is also interested in avenging a loss to Canelo Alvarez, who beat him back in 2016. Canelo uh, defends his status, as I'll talk in about a second, against uh, Jamel Charlo. Uh, with, with Charlo moving in weight, Smith sees a clear path to doing the same should he beat Eubank. So Smith said, I think everyone knows I would take the rematch. It was a fight that I loved. It was a type, a type of fight, my type of fight. I loved it. Even though I got stopped at ninth, I loved every part of the fight. I had moments in the fight also. It's not like I couldn't hit Canelo. He was there to be hit, and I landed enough shots. But I just wasn't big enough and strong enough. But, of course, I'll take that. As for Eubank, a loss would keep him farther than ever from a world title opportunity, even if he ends up on a two-fight losing streak for the first time in his career. Uh, would he consider hanging up the gloves? No, no. I'm not traveling that road again in terms of entertaining that word and that thought process. It's unhealthy. It didn't, didn't did not benefit me in any way, shape, or form. I see it as weakness. So yes, I'm not entertaining that. Like I said, retirement is not my mindset. So there's no hanging around. 
I'm going to be fighting. I'm going to be winning. And I'm going to become a world champion. All right. Next up, speaking of uh, world champions, Shilai Zhang, the WBO interim heavyweight champion, met with Chinese media representatives in New York City to discuss his upcoming title defense against former champion Joe Joyce. Uh, the event was held at the Peter Song's Kung Fu Kitchen in Times Square, New York City, Manhattan, downtown. Zhang versus Joyce, a rematch is scheduled for September 23rd in Joyce's hometown of London at Wembley Arena. Um, a company called Dayin in uh, China will, will air it, and ESPN will be broadcasting in the U.S. and TT Sports in the U.K., Zhang gave a brief update on his training camp, saying people say Joyce is so active and he hits hard, but when it comes to sparring, I'm working with Alonzo Neal, who throws more punches than Joyce, Dimitri Bezos, who hits harder than Joyce, and Marius Walk, who is 300 pounds and bigger than Joyce. Neal, by the way, is a 2023 National Golden Gloves finalist. Bezos is 10-1 as a pro, and Walk is well-respected veteran who challenged former vet, uh, champion Vladimir Klitschko and has shared the ring with contenders like Gerald Miller, Alexander Vetkin, Martin Piccoli, Dillian White, and Huey Fury. Zhang sees the WO interim title in April by uh, stopping the previous unbeaten Joyce in round number six. Shocking UK fans, I might add. Zhang had hoped to, be, uh, to move on to challenge WBC champ Tyson Fury next. But Joyce dashed that dream, at least temporarily, by exercising his contractual right to a rematch. Zhang uh, did not seem disturbed by having to grant uh, Joyce a rematch. He said, I already created history on April 15th in London, the six foot, six foot six inch Southpaw said, I don't mind doing it again on September 23rd. <laughs> Good for him. Good attitude. All right. Moving on to attitude. Uh, Alan Fox reports in BoxingNews24.com that Jermel Charlo won't be playing around trying to win a decision when he gets Canelo Alvarez in the ring. Coming up later this month, Jermel, he's 25, uh, sorry, 35, one and one, 19 knockouts, wants to obliterate the undisputed super middleweight champion Canelo, 59, two and two, so he can become one of the greats of the sport. He doesn't want to let Canelo go the distance because he'll be getting punched by him. And he's not, he's, he, and that's not a good thing because he's got a lot of power, but, Besides that, Jermel doesn't want to put it in the judge's hands and wind up losing a controversial decision to Canelo as he did in his loss to Tony Harrison. Charlo needs Canelo's name to add to his resume, and it'll look better if he knocks him out. Canelo has never been stopped before in his 19-year career, and it would be impressive if Jermel is the one who does it. First, Jermel wants to knock out Canelo. Then he's coming for a Nebraska native Bud Crawford. Destroying Canelo would be just the tip of the iceberg for what Jermel can accomplish. If he knocks out Crawford and does the same with Tim Sue, that would be impressive. He said, I look at the people I, I created it, and they don't even get uh, love for the sport of boxing like they should, and they don't even like me, said Jermel. Um, ah, fuck that shit. I don't care about that list. It's chilling, said Jermel about the pound-for-pound pound list. It's understandable why Jermel doesn't care about the pound-for-pound pound list because that junk is objective and put together for ultra-hardcore boxing fans to appreciate. Casual fans don't follow the sport closely enough to be aware of the pound-for-pound pound list anyway. So he said, It puts me up with the greats, especially if I obliterate the situation, knock him out, and something crazy happens. And if he beats Canelo, then what? 
100%, said Charlo, when asked if you try to knock out Canelo. I'm going to knock everybody out. Everybody has to go to sleep. I'm not just here to be punched on somebody and get punched back. I want my punches to have respect. The same way we've been doing, just a different weight. We don't change nothing. We don't go in there and try to do much. You just got to work your ass off. Stay dedicated, stay strong, stay smart, stay fast. All right. Another fight to report on. Jordinas Yugas and Mario Barrios are set to clash in Crossroads on September 30th, also that same night. Uh, in a welterweight Crossroads bout, former WA champ Yugas, 27-5, by the way, and Mario Barrios, 27-2, will meet for the vacant WBC interim title at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, as I said, on September 30th. The bout will take place on the undercard of the undisputed super middleweight title clash between Alvarez and, as I just mentioned, Jermel Charlo. The 37-year-old Yugas out of Cuba scored a breakthrough win two years ago when he dethroned Filipino superstar Manny Pacquiao, uh, whose record, by the way, right now is 62-8-2 on points for the WBA crown two years ago, as I said. He has fought just one since, losing his world title belt to Errol Spence Jr., who's 28-1, by 10th round knockout in April last year. Texan Barrios, 28 years old, is in a rebounding, re rebuilding phase of his career too, after losing back-to-back -back fights to Gervonta Tank Davis and Keith Wontime Thurman, 31 by the way, in 21 and 22 respectively. He got back in the win column against uh, Giovanni Santiago, yeah, the eight now with an eighth round knockout back in February. Barrio said, "Whenever a fight is brought to me, there's never a name that I say no to. This was no different. Yugas is a tremendous fighter. This is a huge opportunity. I was more than happy to take the fight. I'm trying to solidify my my mark in this division. It's going to be a tough fight, and I've never seen uh, I've never seen him shy away from a fight. And I have a similar style. This is going to be an explosive one that you do not want to miss." We're, go, we're both going to bring it on fight night. This exciting card, an exciting opportunity to fight for an interim world title. Finally, let me just uh, bring you up to speed on someone who we've been reporting on for quite a while here at Talk and Fight. Credit to Mike Gore over at Knuckle Up on TalkingFight.com. Uh, on uh, Saturday night, uh, a week ago, uh, over in Atlantic City at a place called The Showboat, uh, there was a fight between Christopher Pearson uh, who battled uh, uh, to a 10-round uh, split draw with Derek Webster. And they were fighting for the NBA Super Middleweight World title. And that was a card that took place in front of a near-capacity crowd and was promoted by Joe Frazier Jr. and Miss Downing Promotions. Uh, but on also on that card, junior welterweight Shonard Bunch, who we've mentioned, as I said, quite often here on Talk and Fight. He's 21-2 now, 17 knockouts, took out Abraham Full. 12, 6, and 1. In round number two of their scheduled eight rounder, and in round two, Bunch dropped Affle with a hard left hook. Affle rolled to his side and did not beat the 10 count at 1 minute 25 seconds. Uh, also, fighting on that card, by the way, names to keep in mind Devin Grant. He's 5 0, undefeated. Uh, he's bantamweight. Uh, he beat uh, Kevin Trainer. Uh, Namil uh, Farmer remained undefeated as well with a six-round unanimous decision over Nelson Morales. They were fighting in the welterweight division. And, and Khalid Billings remained in, undefeated as well by stopping Aaron Namoons in the opening round of their four-round welterweight bout. So there's a little bit of an update, uh, courtesy of uh, 
Joe Frazier Jr. and his fight that took place over in Atlantic City. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of today's episode. I want to thank you very much for joining me. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when I join Mike Orr for his show, Knuckle Up, here on Talk and Fight.